Featured in Kansas City's Thinking Bigger magazine and recognized as a community leader and servant in many charities and ministries, today's guest is a high-performance serial entrepreneur, a multi-unit edible owner, a consultant, and a lot more. How are you doing, Charles? I'm doing well. I really appreciate you having me. This is, uh, this is going to be fun. I'm so delighted to have you today on this episode of Mirror Talk Podcast. Can you share a little bit of your life story from you know, being raised by a single mother to becoming a successful entrepreneur and having a beautiful family of your own? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so uh, raised single mom, family. Yeah. I was the oldest of two, uh, my, my sister and I. But, um, you know, growing up without a dad um, really uh, uh, brought me to a place where I had to kind of grow up maybe a little faster than, than most kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that led me to working early. Uh, you know, I started working when I was probably 12, 13 years old. Um, I was pretty much fully taken care of myself um, by the age of probably 13, 14, 15. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, of course, I lived with my mom and she worked two, three jobs her whole, her whole life. And so I got to see her working really, really hard. But that led me to also want to work hard, go after life, and, um, and really kind of overcome my circumstances. Mm-hmm. So hopefully there's some people out there today that um, would relate with having circumstances, you know, <laughs> whether yes, yes. it's just the cards that were dealt, you know, in life, whether mm-hmm. for me, it was not having a dad, or maybe it was for you, a, um, you know, a situation in your family, or maybe a death in the family, or mm-hmm. maybe, maybe it was uh, the, the neighborhood that you grew up in, whatever it is, it's like, I, I desired to overcome my circumstances. And I guess I didn't even really see it as overcome. I just wanted more out of life. I always wanted just to fulfill my potential. Mm-hmm. And so as I just continued to reach for more, I never really allowed the circumstances, the holdbacks or the struggles to keep me from moving forward. So whether it was uh, you know single mom family or having to work young, um, dropping out of college, I'm a, I'm a college dropout, you know, <laughs> All of those things growing up for me was another reason to push forward, another reason to succeed. And would you say your, your background, you know, made you, you know, you know, so ambitious or so driven to become a go-getter or to become a successful entrepreneur that you are today? Yeah, you know, I think that there's some of that. There's, that would be, it would be subconscious if it was uh, true. And I think that we all have that a little bit, you know, like our, our, our circumstances are one way. And if we don't like them, then naturally we want to, make them better. Like that's just, that's, that's right. Now I I don't know, Toby, if, if, if I wake up thinking and I don't want to be poor, right. (laughs) Or I don't want to struggle financially like we did, you know, with my single mom family. (laughs) But what I do think about is expansion, growth, pushing, um, uh, fulfilling my potential. And so I would say that yes to your answer is I think we all have that inside of us of wanting to overcome are maybe negative situations. But for me, I just know that the way I'm designed, that the way that, that, that I was created physically, me as an individual, yes, as a human, but me personally, like Chaz Wolf, as an individual, I'm created to build and to push and to grow. And, and, and so with that, I just, I'm confident in who I am. I'm confident in how I've been designed. Mm-hmm. And so I don't try to be something that I'm not. And so I just, lean full into who that is. And so for me, it's a builder, push, 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 grind, 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 (laughs) you know, and, and I love it. I love, I feel like I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing when I'm pushing the boundaries and I'm growing and I'm 
you know, expanding all things in, in my area, whether it be my family or whether it be, you know, our real estate por- portfolio or whether it be my companies or the clients that I'm working with and helping mm-hmm. them grow their companies. Mm-hmm. It's just growth in every angle. That's who I am. Wow, that's awesome. And this also, um, you know, resonates with what you, you wrote on your website. There's something that you wrote there that, you know, stuck out with me when I was going through your beautiful website. I'll put the link in the show notes so anyone who's interested can also um, click on it and get across to you through your website. Um, yeah. You wrote, we all, we all start the race of life at different places, but how we end it is completely up to us. So from your, from, from your life and your, your story, um, how can one take ownership of his or his, um, his or her life? And yeah. how can I get more out of my life, no matter how my race started? Yeah, Absolutely. The, 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 the thought there, um, Toby, is what it means to become bulletproof. Mm-hmm. You know, and so my, my coaching uh, business is called Bulletproof, Bulletproof Coaching. Yes. You, know, you yes. saw that. Yes. But it's more than just like, oh, I want to become better. Yes, that's a part of it. But it's this process mm-hmm. that we go through of becoming bulletproof. It's not that I am bulletproof. It's mm-hmm. I am becoming bulletproof. Mm-hmm. And the process of what that looks like is turning our struggles into victories or our struggles into a story. Mm-hmm. And, and so to your point is that we all start life, this, this race that we call life, yes. at different starting blocks. For me, um, I was raised in America. So I understand that based on the fact that I'm, I was born in America, I started life at a different spot than some others in the world. Mm-hmm. However, within that same uh, field of me being born in America, I was born and I didn't know my dad growing up. Mm. So automatically, there are things that were a disadvantage to me, right? Mm. The point is, is that whether it's, it's skin color, whether it's the environment that we grow up in, whether it's the fact that we had a dad, didn't have a dad, whether it was the country that we grew up in or not, our, our circumstances really is what I'm getting at. Yes. The way that we deal with those circumstances or the way that we attack our struggles and turn them into victories is the determining factor on whether we become bulletproof. You can't become bulletproof without turning your struggles into the victories or, or into your story. Your story is how you've overcome. And so if you don't have the overcome, then, then there is no story to tell. And I'm not saying that just because someone who maybe maybe had a lot of affluence in their family and they didn't have to have a lot of struggle and they got a lot of things given to them. Mm-hmm. They're still going to have struggles and it's going to be a different struggle. They're going to have to struggle on how to process being given all that and how to start from up here as opposed to down here. Like we all have a different angle. And to your point, it's personal responsibility. When you understand that the end of the race is not determined by anybody else. Yeah. Yes. Are there people who don't like other people for different reasons? Yes. Yeah, of course. Are there things, were there banks, literally telling you a true story, were there Mm -hmm. banks that told me that they weren't sure about lending me money for my first and my second business because I was only 24 years old? Yeah. So did that hold me back from being able to buy my first business? No. No, because I went to a different bank. Yeah. Right? Yes. I didn't allow the environment or the circumstances or the reason, in this case, it was my age, to have them determine whether I was going to be successful. No, I was just going to go knock on another door. Mm -hmm. I was going to go figure it out anyway, because 
I took control. I took personal responsibility for my story, my success, and turning those struggles, in this case, it was my age, or uh, for some, it might be their background or their history or their ethnicity or their family, whatever it is, it's your personal responsibility to turn it, to flip it, Hmm. turn the struggle into the story. That is how you become bulletproof. Dear friend, you can grow your personal and business brand by creating a strong network through podcasting. Create real human connections, have the ability to share your story and interesting point of view. To get started, you can make use of the special offer for friends of this podcast, which is on kitcaster.com slash mural. K-I-T-C-A-S-T-E-R dot C-O-M slash M-I- R-R-O-R. The link and further instruction or details will be found in the show notes for this episode. Thank you. Don't forget to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, or whatever platform you listen to this on. Thank you. Hmm. Wow. So that means you have to take responsibility for, for your life and um, ensure that you, you know what you want and go for it. Yeah. No, no matter yeah. what comes your way. Absolutely. You just said something very powerful, but you said it so nonchalantly. Are your (laughs) listeners listening? You have to know what you want and then go get it. Mm. Well, what does that mean? I got to stop and think about what it is that I actually want. What do I want to achieve? Is it finances? Is it family legacy? Mm. Do you want to live comfortably? Do you want to live in a different part of the world? Do you want to have a lot of money? Do you want to give a lot of money? I don't know, but you know. And if you don't know, you should know. And if you don't know yet, how do you do that? Well, you sit down and you process. You think, okay, where am I going? Where, where is this going to all end? It's, it's a dreaming effect, but then you said you have to then go get it. So the dream has to become a game plan. The dream has to become a game plan so that way you know what to go do. Because if you just dream, that's not action. You're not taking any action, Right. I knew I wanted to buy a business and that example I just gave to you, I knew I wanted to buy a business. So I had to go, uh, I had, I had, first off I had to save. So it was for years before that I was saving money Mm. and I had to go to a bank. The bank told me no. Okay. Well then I went to a different bank. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yes. The the point is, is that we all have, it's not like, um, just because I take personal responsibility now it becomes easy. Mm. Right. In fact, it's usually the, the opposite. I now have awareness that it's not easy, (laughs) right? It's usually the people who haven't taken personal responsibility yet that look at guys like you and me and go, oh, well, you know, he has always been successful. He's always had a good story. He he was given his success. Mm. He got lucky. It happened overnight. And it's like, no, if you only knew half (laughs) of the story, if I could only share with you half of the story in this podcast, you'd be blown away at all the things that I had to push through I had to turn my struggle into my victory or into my story. It's my story. It's how I've become bulletproof. You know what I mean? Do you have this edible business that you, that you run? Can you, can you talk to me about it? Are you started from solid to, to you know, expanding and having yeah. uh, like chains of it already? Yeah. Great, great question. So the business is Edible Arrangements. Um, yes, I have multiple locations. I have other businesses as well. I've mentioned I have a, a coaching and consulting business. Mm-hmm. We help salespeople and entrepreneurs. And then I also have a real estate business. 
but within the edible arrangements, I don't know. Do you guys have that brand over there? Is that, are they in Germany? I'm not, I'm, I'm not aware of that. I'm not aware of it. Yeah. Um, obviously, they're all across the United States. So uh, anybody listening to this podcast in the United States, they'll know what edible arrangements usually is. We, we take fruit and other types of treats and make them beautiful. We, we, we hand dip them in chocolate, make them look like flowers. Yeah. Basically, you're using us to be able to deliver happiness or some sort of emotion to someone else. And with COVID, obviously, uh, that's, that's been a great thing for us to be able to help people deliver emotions, right? Because <laughs> yes. they couldn't deliver them themselves. <laughs> um, so it's been, a, it's been great uh, the last year to be able to help people um, you know, communicate uh, their, their love for other people. But how I got started was um, I had never even heard of the brand. So I had been looking for a business to buy. I was 24 years old. I had been looking for almost two years at that point of a business to buy. I almost bought three different other businesses, a smoothie business, a, a dry cleaning business. I almost bought a moving company. I mean, you name it, I've looked at it. I've looked at furniture. I've looked at, I mean, you name it. I looked at it. And I came across this business. It was an existing location here in Kansas City. And it just made sense. The numbers made sense. I was leaving my job. I had a six-figure job. I, like I said, I was only 20, 24 years old, but I, had a, a, I was a sales manager. I was already making six figures. And I, and I left that to, to, to start my first business. And so I had to get a business, an SBA loan. I had to go through the process of writing a business plan. You know, I'm 24 years old. I've never done any of this. In fact, yeah. in fact, I had, ne- I had never even looked or, or read or even understood how to read a P&L, a, a profit and loss statement. Yeah. I had no idea what it was. Literally, the business broker who's helping me buy, <laughs> who's helping me buy this business yes. is sh- sharing, me, sharing with me uh, what, it, what a P&L is. And he probably thought I was just insane. Like, I'm, this guy's about to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on buying this business, and he doesn't even know how. Oh, my gosh. But for me, it was, look, I didn't, I didn't need to know Yes, you you need to know how to run a PL. I didn't know I didn't need to know that in that moment on that I wanted to buy a business, right? I knew I was going to be an entrepreneur. I knew I just needed to find the right gig. I, somebody was going to tell me. Somebody yes. was going to tell me along the lines how to read a PL or how to do X, Y, or Z. That's why that's why my coaching business I'm so passionate about because you don't have to have all the answers. In fact, we don't. As entrepreneurs, as salespeople, we don't have all the answers. That's and the quicker that you can realize that and find someone further down the road that can help you, pay them. And I'm not just saying that to promote myself. Yes. I wish I had figured that out sooner. I wish I had found someone sooner. And even if I had to pay them, I would do it and do it again and again and again, just like I do now. Yes. Because um, the, the cost of you making a mistake could be much more higher than, you know, <laughs> when you pay someone to teach you or put you through. Yeah. It is. It is. The years when I was in sales before, before owning um, businesses, the years literally that I spent banging my head against the wall because I was combative. I didn't, uh, I didn't ask good questions. I, I wasn't persuasive. I was just all logic. And I was trying to beat people into submission <laughs> and, and, and have them buy my product. And, yeah. and guess what? That doesn't work. So the years of commission, right? So I, in the moment, I didn't think of it like that. But mm-hmm. was I missing out on 20 or 30 or 50 or $100,000 worth of income every single year? Probably. You're you're darn right I was. Because when I figured all that stuff out, that's when I started crushing it mm-hmm. and making tons of money. Mm-hmm. And I look back and it's like, dang, if I had just figured this out sooner, you know? Yes, yes, that's right. Wow. <laughs> so um, 
I understand that you, you, you are designed to, to build, to grow, and to push all limits um, of business ethnic and mindset and also opportunities in business. I, I got to read this, I read this from, your, um, from your website also. Yeah. Um, so what do I need to know or do to build up and successfully grow up a business? Yeah. Um, so how do you build up a business? Well, first off, you're either going to build up a business from scratch or you're going to buy one. And I've done both. Um, if you're going to build it from scratch, it's obviously because probably finances are, are more of an issue. You don't have money to go, to go buy a business, which is fine. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And so you, you look at opportunities where you can provide value. The more value you offer, the more money you make. Um, or the money, the more money, more money you should make the, the, the better price, uh, that you should be able to charge because you're providing the value. So whether it's a, a service-based business and you're, and you're cleaning someone's house or you're, you know, repairing someone's driveway or, or something to do with service, or if you're an online business, you're a coach, you're a consultant, you're a, you're a, you're an ads, uh, specialist, you're, uh, whatever it is. You're an edible arrangements owner. You're a, you're a, you're a, a dry cleaners. Whatever it is, you need to provide value, right? So you got to provide value to your clients yes. and you need to provide value to your team. Now, it may not be a team. It may just be you <laughs> at the beginning, which is fine. Yeah. You have to understand where you're at. And if you're, if you're just starting just you, then, okay, what does that look like? I need to be disciplined. I need to provide value to myself. I need to be disciplined with my time discipline with my calendar. I need to take a look at what are my activities each day. I need to, I need to grow the business. I need to be obsessed with revenue. I need to go get more deals, whether that be, if you're an online business, you got to go get more clients. Mm -hmm. You, if you're, if you're an edible arrangements owner, I need to do some marketing and some, and some, um, um, online marketing or, or local marketing so that I can get people to, to call my store and place an order. Yes. Um, I need to be, I need to be revenue or growth focused or even obsessed in order to get that business to grow. Now, if I'm buying a business, you're buying into maybe systems that are already in place or processes, right? With the, if you're starting your own, you have to develop those things. Mm -hmm. So it's just you. You're just, just you got to find money. You got you to you reach your hand into the marketplace and you got to pull out money. You got to figure out how to get clients, how to get customers, mm -hmm. how to provide value to those people so that they give you money. Mm -hmm. And then eventually you do that enough to where you have to create processes. You have to, you want to duplicate or replicate processes so that you can become efficient mm -hmm. and make more money or hire somebody to be able to do things you know, uh, with you or for you. So that way you can grow. And those are all the things over on this side. If you buy into a business, a lot of those things are going to maybe be in place, but they might also be broken. Maybe that's why the business is being sold. Yeah. True. So you're looking at, again, you're looking at revenue. How do we grow? How do we sustain mm -hmm. revenue money? And how am I reaching into the marketplace and pulling out money? Mm -hmm. But then also what are the systems, the processes behind the machine to make the machine go every single day? What's the client fulfillment? What are we doing to add value? Mm -hmm. um, what's the process on the inside to make this whole thing go? How am I buying the fruit? Where am I buying the fruit from? How are we cutting it? What, how many people are cutting it? What, what order do we cut and dip? Uh, how many delivery people do we have? Or my coaching, it's, okay, I need a coach for this or I need a coach for that. Or we, uh, maybe we do one-on-one -on -one coaching. Maybe we've got group coaching and we do all of it or we've got, we've got a course and like we try to package it all together to make sure it's the absolute best experience for our client there's so many different angles of process and systems, but that's what it comes down to is sales and revenue yeah. strategy and process, mm -hmm. and then leadership. Cause you're going to have to grow. You personally are going to have to grow. Yeah. And then you're going to have to grow your team. You're, if you're going to grow your business, you will hire more people. And if you're not, then you're selfish. 
You're you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But which one which one um is the best way to to start up? I mean, do I have to grow it from the you know from the basic from the like from nothing, or should I buy a, a business, or is it depending on the individuals also? Yeah, good question. Um, I would say that if you buy into a business, specifically like I did, even a franchise, mm-hmm. there's a lot of um there's a lot of risk removed because you can see on a piece of paper that they've that they've been generating revenue. It's like okay, if I'm buying a a business that's doing 500,000 in revenue or five, um, uh, 5 million in revenue, right? Or yes. 50 million, right? The, the point is, is that there's, there's contracts in place, there's customers, there's clients, there's processes, there's things that are already happening and I'm not included and the business is you know, supposedly working, right? It's making money. Okay, yeah. great. So if yeah. I can buy into that, then that catapults me forward. I don't have to create any of that. Maybe you need to adjust or upgrade or bring in key people or factors uh, changing things to be able to grow mm-hmm. the business. But if you don't have the ability to, to, to spend 50,000 or 5 million or 50 million, mm-hmm. then you've got to, you know, bootstrap it. You've got to grow it from the ground up. And there's no shame in that. That is, that is, that is what entrepreneurialism is <laughs> taking nothing and creating something, yes, right? It's, it's, yes. cre- it's, it's creation, it's growth. Mm-hmm. It's, it's designing, it's building. Yes. Yes. And so if that's in your blood, then, then don't be afraid. Just go for it. Now, I will say from a, an angle of just being smart, I wouldn't say, you know, quit your day job and, and just go for it. What I would say is be smart, be, be calculated, take, take risk. Yes, I love risk. I love risk. I'm a risky individual. However, yeah. I take calculated risk only, hmm. right? It's because I've analyzed it. I've thought about it. It makes sense. It, I, I've got a plan. I've got a, I've got a backup plan not even really like a backup plan of like, well, if this doesn't work, it's like, well, what's the worst case scenario? Mm-hmm. Okay. If I quit my job, is it going like, does that give me time to then build the business? Well, I, I don't want it to be speculative. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to keep my job. I'm going to grow the side business, my side hustle to where my side hustle is, is keeping me up all night long. And I got, <laughs> look, I can't go to my job anymore because my business is exploding right mm-hmm. now. It may not be exploding to where you're doing millions of dollars a year, but maybe it's enough for you to say, you know what? I'm no longer going to go to my job anymore. It's, no, it's not worth me going to my job anymore. It's now worth me to give that income up so that I have the time to be able to now put on my business so that my business can now, can now grow. So um, there's no shame in starting from the beginning or from the, you know, the, from the ground up. So for some, for a listener out there, or for myself personally, who is like already listening to you and you know so intrigued by everything you are saying, um, can you tell me about your program and bulletproof sales and your coaching program and program, and what should I look forward to? What should other people look um, forward to from achieving um, from from this program? Yeah. So so there, uh, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you two two delineations here of what we do. One is yes, we help salespeople. So if you're listening right now and you are in sales. Uh, you're selling over the phone, you're selling over Zoom, you're selling high ticket, you're selling low ticket, it doesn't matter. The point is, is that there is a sales process, there is a, a, a process and a mindset and, and um, systems, like we've been talking about, mm-hmm. that you can follow, but also that gives you freedom as an individual to, to become who you're supposed to be as a salesperson, as an individual, helping other people. And that's what we do. We take people through an eight-week program to help them understand, yes, structure and repeatable process so that they can build confidence around what they're doing. Because it's a roadmap. Like if I know where I'm driving to, if I have my, my GPS on, 
then I know where I'm going. I'm confident. I'm just following, I'm just, I'm just following the map. Yes. I'm not questioning. I'm not hesitant. I'm not uncertain. Right. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the sales process or, or systems eliminates uncertainty or lack of confidence because you know exactly what you're doing when you're doing it. But the next level to that is we work on mastering the skill set of sales. It's tonality. It's knowing when to say and what to say. It's knowing personalities, your personality, knowing you so darn good that you know how to modify yourself. You knowing other people so darn good so that you understand who you're talking to. And that way you can modify yourself so that they best receive your information. Yes. Yes. Right. So there's just a whole nother level of mastery. It's basics, but it's also mastery. And so that's our sales program. Um, and then on the entrepreneurial side, if you're a business owner, there are more like, of course, sales, right. But there's, there's factors that go into our, our coaching program. That's a 12 week program. Mm -hmm. And so we cover everything from strategy and systems to sales and leadership. And the reason why we do those uh, key items, because the strategy and the systems are, it's the plan, it's the roadmap that we were just talking about. You have to develop that for your business. You got to know where you're going and then you got to create the plan, right? It can't just be a dream. Oh, I'm going to do 50 million. Okay, cool. Cool champ. But like, how are we going to get there? Right? So that's your strategy and that's your systems. You got to be able to create this thing of, okay, here's where I'm going to go and here's how I'm going to do it. But then outside of that, there's sales. Obviously, I told you about being obsessed with revenue, being obsessed with growth, yes. uh, knowing what it means to have a sales mindset as the owner. So then that way you can develop when you either hire a sales team or when you have other people, part of your team, you want constant growth. And then, of course, leadership, you as an individual, even if it's just you, you need to be a good leader. You need to understand people. You need to understand how to communicate. You need to understand self-awareness, mm -hmm. um, emotional intelligence, all of that so that you can be an individual that has the capacity for growth. Yeah. What do I mean by that? If, you're, if your cup isn't big enough, right? If your cup's only this big, it can only be filled with so much. True. Growing personal, personal development and leadership is you enlarging your cup so that you can handle more. Your, your bandwidth is more. And then of course, when you start hiring people, it's, it's a no-brainer. You have to have that extra bandwidth and the leadership and to be able to you know, communicate with other people because they're working for you. And if they don't like you, they're just going to leave you and you're just going to be in this constant state of, you know, chasing your tail. True. Yes. But how, how can I develop, you know, the best sales or leadership mindset when maybe best is a little bit um, exaggerated, but how can I develop a very optimal, no, not optimal too, a very good sales or leadership mindset to, you know, make me progress in life or in my business? Yeah. Well, I think the, the general answer that you're looking for is that you have to look for it, mm -hmm. right? You can't be satisfied with where you are right now. Like, I feel like I've got a pretty good handle on sales, business, strategy, leadership, but, but I have a coach. Literally, I have conversations with my coach about, hey, I know, <laughs> I know that I teach people how to do this. Like, I know I'm supposed to do X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. but I need you. In fact, I'm going to pay you to tell me to do these three things that I already know that I'm supposed to do because it's accountability, it's coach, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a relationship that I'm accountable to and I'm reaching for. I have, to, I have to know that even though I might know that I don't know everything, I'm, I'm, my ego can't get in the way. Mm -hmm. Now, how do you actually go practically do that? Well, you, you go to chaswolf.com and you uh, get a, uh, an appointment with me or my team and we'll help you get the right mindset for sales and business uh, just like you've heard me talk about. Not that I'm perfect by any means, but it's the story of becoming bulletproof. You, your team, your business can become bulletproof, and um, and there's specific ways that we help people do that for sure. Yeah, 
Yes. So once again, this link and information will be placed in the show notes for this episode. You could just click on it or copy the link and get across to Charles to, you know, become bulletproof in your business on your life generally. Yeah, yep, absolutely. But, you know, in, in the journey of, you know, developing a business or even in life generally, in relationships and all that, we have, you know, rejections, disappointments and all that. How do you work on yourself um, or on your mindset to be able to be prepared for rejections, disappointment, stress, challenges uh, of, of life or of business? Yeah. Well, there's, there's a practical answer of how do you work on yourself? Well, you, you better be reading and listening to something every single day, right? Um, I've got, I've got uh, like 15 books in queue on Audible. Like I just, I buy the annual membership. It, I can buy 15 or 20 books and I just go through and I buy, 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 buy. And I just, as soon as I get done with those, yes. I buy the membership again and I buy, buy, buy. I'm just trying to listen to books while I'm at the gym. I'm trying to listen to books, you know, when I'm traveling. And at night, I've got my, I've got a, a, a paperback book. Um, and so I'm reading or listening. I'm writing down my goals. I'm, I'm thinking about what it is that I want. And then I'm, I'm teaching myself that it's okay to go after those things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm writing those things down so that I start having belief that I can go get them. If I believe that I can go get them, then I'll start taking action. The action then is what leads to result. And the result is what builds more confidence, which then gives me more belief. And then the more belief I have, the more action I'm going to take, the more action I'm going to take. You see, you're following. It's, True. it's yes. a, yes. Uh, I was going to say a deadly cycle, but in a good way. So you just have to, you know, develop yourself, like read books. Um, yeah. Create that mindset already. That's yeah. I might fail, but I'm prepared for it. Right. Yeah. It's the yeah. struggle. Like you just said, I might fail. Mm. No, no. You will fail. <laughs> Period. That's a bit. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. In fact, I just think of the failure as as dues that are necessary. I got to pay the dues. Mm-hmm. The quicker I can get to it and pay it, mm-hmm. the better it is. Because oftentimes, what I see a failure as is something that I learned now not to do, mm-hmm. and no one can teach you that unless they've had the failure themselves. Of course, another reason why you, you get a coach is because they've shown you what they've done and not done mm-hmm. or what worked and what didn't work. But you yourself, as you are experiencing successes and failures, turning those struggles into victories, we talked about becoming bulletproof. Yes. Part of that is understanding that <laughs> there are going to be struggles. <laughs> it is not like this luminous, like, Oh, I hope we make it through without like, let's cross mm-hmm. our fingers. No, in fact, <laughs> I'm so aware that there's going to be struggles and failures that I'm looking for them. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just, eat them up for lunch right now, learn what I need to learn and move on. I love that attitude. <laughs> that's great. And I, I believe that's what everyone should have. I'm like, be prepared for it. Yes. I'd, I'd rather eat it for lunch right now. I'm just move on. I just progress yeah. Yeah, from there. Yes. Well, um, how, how do you, how do you recognize and get hold of an opportunity? Like for example, you are looking for a business to buy or a business to start. How can I recognize that? Yeah, this is the right opportunity for me. And how can I get hold of it? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of, um, of uh, factors that would go into w- whether it's right for, for you or for me or, mm-hmm. or one of our listeners here today. But um, I think that looking, right, it's action, right? Mm-hmm. So just take action. And that is like what I said to you, uh, for two years, I was looking at businesses. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was looking at. I didn't even know how to read a PL. I didn't know how to read a PL. <laughs> Can I say that again? Like, yeah. holy cow. When I look, when I think back about that, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> 
How did I not know? Well, I didn't think it was important. And not that it's not important, but it's, it wasn't important for me to decide whether I was going to be a business owner. I had already decided I'm going to be a business owner. Okay, well, what's the next step? Find a business that makes sense for me. Okay, well, so I'm talking to uh, brokers. I'm looking online. I'm, I'm, I'm looking. I'm actively taking action. Taking mm-hmm. action. What does that mean? Talking to people. Um, you know. Okay, so you want to you want to bootstrap a business. Okay, fine. Uh, you want to be an online business. You want to be uh, uh, an in person business. Like just start 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 dividing out the decisions. Right? Mm-hmm. How are you going to do this? Mm-hmm. It's not going to be you watching TV. It's not going to be you hanging out with your friends. And I'm not saying watching TV and hanging out with your friends is not good, but it's not action toward you figuring out what business you're going to have. So everything that I'm doing, and this might sound a little extreme to some people, but literally everything I do, I'm on this podcast for a reason. Mm-hmm. Unto what? It's like a kind of a weird English sentence. Unto what? Unto what? It's literally what I live my life by. Unto what? Why am I doing this? Why am I on this podcast? Why am I watching this show? Why am I hanging out with these people? Why am I researching online for businesses to buy? And if, if I can't answer that question of why am I doing this? And the answer then is a, is a satisfactory enough answer for me of it helps me get what I want, which, you know, going back to what you said at the beginning, you got to identify what you want. So if I identify what I want, if I say I want to buy a business or I want to start a business, but my time is being spent not looking at business opportunities. Do I really want to buy a business? No, that's not no. so. You're just talking. Mm-hmm. You're just talking. Right? <laughs> True. Yes. So yes. your your actions, like until what? What am I doing? Why am I doing this? If I'm doing if I if I really, really want something, mm-hmm. I will do something about it. Period. Yeah. And again, that goes back to personal responsibility and our actions and our and our um our our uh, ability to come out of our circumstances. Someone like me could have said, well, I didn't have a dad to show me. Okay. So jump on YouTube and find a dad that can show you. I don't know. Or go to church and find a youth pastor who can, who can help you like I did. Or find a mentor or a business coach now, right? Okay. Maybe you come up. Uh, well, I wasn't, I wasn't born in America. I understand that, that those are completely different. Like we, we were raised in two different ways probably. Okay, fine. What is it that you want? Now you got to make decisions based on what you want. You have the choice, whether that means you need to move to America or maybe you move out of America. I don't know. The, the point is, is that you need to make choices based on what it is that you want. If your choices don't reflect what you're saying that you want, you don't want it bad enough. You're just talking. Yeah, I, I have nothing to add to that. That's just wonderful. Like it's making me reflect also like, what am I am I actually acting on what I'm saying or I'm just just you know blabbing or not taking actions? Do I really want what I say I really want? Yeah. And am I taking the actions that correspond to to this? Yeah, I'll even give it give it um from a faith perspective. We haven't talked about faith at all on this podcast, but faith is a huge part of who I am. Yeah. And uh me uh raising my family even. Mm-hmm. And my 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 seven-year-old daughter. She uh, memorized um, a scripture uh, in First Corinthians. Basically, it talks about if you don't have love, then it means nothing, right? You can you can you can preach the gospel, you can go to nations, you can help people, you can do all this stuff, mm-hmm. but if you don't have love, it means nothing. You're a noisy gong, right? Mm-hmm. And that's really what it comes down to. Whether whether it be from a from a, a faith perspective of, mm-hmm. am I am I loving others? Mm-hmm. 
or am I judging others or am I loving others or am I condemning others? Mm-hmm. Right. Am I, am I helping people or am I just standing on a mountaintop looking down on people? <laughs> now from a business perspective, it's yeah. let my yes be yes. My no be no. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you're just a noisy gong, bro. Yes, yes, yes. That's true. That's true. And also, you know, talking about faith, um, you know, the Bible also says that um, faith without work is dead. So you have to actually put in the work that supports or, um, yeah, that corresponds to what you were talking about earlier, that you have to act. You have to put in the action into whatever you say. Because of your faith, right? That's the book of James. So he talks about how if you have faith, then Mm. you'll take action. It's the ones that aren't taking action actually describe that they're scared or that they're nervous that they don't have enough faith to to take action because they, they're afraid of the result. So could you fail in business? Yeah, you probably will. Right. We already talked about that. Of course. Maybe it's, it's your first business that fails, but your second one will be good. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's your third. Maybe I don't know. But the point is, is that you won't know unless you act. If your faith is great enough of, I believe that I can be successful at some point, then I'm just going to keep at it. I'm just going to keep at it. That's my faith because I'm just at it. I'm at it. Now, of course, in a religious perspective, yeah. Like, if, if I'm not loving others well, then how can I be a representation of Christ? No, you can't be. <laughs> you can't be. Christ is love, yeah. <laughs> you can't be. Yeah, yes, that's true. Well, that's awesome. So how, how do you keep on, you know, you've talked about this already by reading books, but are there other ways you keep on, you know, developing yourself um, personally, professionally, and how do you stay committed to this process? I think that's the question. Like, how do you stay committed to developing yourself in every area of life? Yeah. So it would be a, it would have to be a commitment if you felt like, um, that it was like work, Mm. right? Mm. But my ego or hopefully lack thereof tells me that I'm an unfinished product, Mm. right? So if I'm an unfinished product, then why would I ever stop? (laughs) True. Right. So if it's all about perspective, it's, I'm not done. My potential hasn't been reached. I'm an unfinished product. Mm-hmm. Again, you can relate that to faith or you can relate that to business. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if I'm, if I'm not yet done, if I'm not yet perfected, then there's still work to do, which gets me excited about doing the work because it's the process of becoming bulletproof or you know, working out what it is that we need to work out, right? And so it's not a matter of like, oh man, I gotta like, I'm committed to like personal development and like reaching forward and like, Oh, I'm committed to reading and I'm committed to listening. and I'm obsessed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I, in comparison to the masses. Yes. I'm a little crazy. I'm obsessed, but here's the deal. It's about perspective. If I had, if my ego tells me that, Oh, I don't need to read today. What I'm really telling myself is that I'm a finished product, that I'm perfect, that I have no more room to grow. And it's like, I don't ever want to have that perspective ever. I mean, there are some, there are some wise things that I've learned over the years. And of course, then now, even in my coaching business, I offer that wisdom or, or help through business or through sales. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's not like I'm not a master at certain things, Mm -hmm. but I had, I had a client just uh, a couple months ago. He asked me what I was reading and I told him some sales book and he was like, wait a second, you, you have, you single-handedly handedly has, have restructured our entire sales process yeah. You've trained my entire team and we are crushing it because of you yeah. and you're reading a sales book. <laughs> Literally. And yeah. I said, I'm not done. I'm not done. In fact, because you pay me to be the sales expert, it's my duty 
to make sure that I'm on the know of the top of the top of the next of the next uh, 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 of things that might work for you because that's what you pay me for. I'm your coach, bro. True. I'm, I'm on your team. I got to look out. Mm-hmm. How could I, how could I fulfill my responsibility and duty to you yes. as, as a, as your sales coach? If, if I'm, if I'm not nose in it myself, mm-hmm. true. You know, it's the same. It's all like my edible arrangements. Mm-hmm. I have cleaned every single one of those toilets. Mm-hmm. I have, I have mopped every one of those floors. I have, uh, I have dipped strawberries in every location. I have built an arrangement in every location. I have delivered a, an, a basket from every single one of those locations. I have done every, every part of the process, everything I ask one of my employees to do, I have done myself at one point or another, and I have done it in an, in an excellent way. Not to say I'm perfect, but again, I, I try to do it with excellence. So that way, when I ask someone else to do it in excellence, it's not like I'm asking them to do something I'm not willing to do. Mm. It's something you've done before, something you've experienced yourself. Yeah. How can I ask, hey, look, go clean the toilet. Okay, yes, you're right. Some business owners have never cleaned their own toilets. That's fine. There's, there's, there's people who have those jobs. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, I have the scenario where I can say, hey, when I clean the toilet, mm-hmm. here's what I found was the best way. And I guarantee you, in that process of me telling my new employee mm-hmm. that the owner of all of these businesses has cleaned that same toilet, I now have a rapport and a relationship with that person that no other owner uh, can establish because I, I did what I'm asking them to do. Now I don't, I don't clean it every day. Look, I'm not trying to be over <laughs> here and be high, high and mighty. Yeah. Uh, but, but man, um, uh, I want to make sure that I can, I can, uh, I can, I can be relatable. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to sit on some mountaintop and, and, and think that I've arrived. It's the same mindset that we just talked about, about being done arriving. True. I don't want to arrive. I never want to arrive. That, I mean, who am I to say that? You want to keep on growing, keep on progressing, keep on. Yep. Yes. So, um, you know, connecting everything all together as, a, as an human being, a complete human being, um, you have, you know, a beautiful family. You have two daughters, a son, and a beautiful wife. How do you successfully run your multiple businesses and, you know, have your family to take care of, you know, your private life and everything. How do you balance all of this together? How do you, yeah. you know, ma- manage your time? And yeah. Yeah. Um, well, managing time and, and a calendar is obviously the practical answer, right? Like you have to, you have to give priority and you have to um, delegate. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, within my family, there are certain roles that I have and there are certain roles that my wife has. Mm-hmm. And she's got her lanes and I've got mine and I stay I don't stay out of her lanes. I just yield to her in those lanes. Mm-hmm. And she yields to me in, in my lanes, right? We just, we try to honor each other in that way. And I don't need to be the guy for everything entire and a part of our family. And she doesn't need to be the guy or, or the girl. You know, we don't need to be um, that for each other. It's look, Hey, here's, here's your strengths. Here's, here's your strengths. And let's, let's go together. We're the same team. Same thing I try to I try to do in all my businesses. It's like, yes, I have employees, but I see them as partners. I see them as, okay, here's my role. Here's yours. Here's the game plan. I'm going to work on that. You work on this and let's meet in the middle uh, at, at success, whatever mm-hmm. that might look like that we've already predetermined. Yeah. So how do you balance it all? Well, yeah, you use a calendar for sure. But um, what, I have, what I have recently told several clients, a lot of times when uh, an entrepreneur uh, or a salesperson when they're, when they're really focused on success or when they're really focused on personal development or, or all the things that we've been talking about, growing, being obsessed. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times 
everything business or everything money or everything personal development gets priority. And then, and then it's family and then it's, you know, vacation, or then it's the personal stuff. And what I would say to, to, um, the high driver, the high performer, the really, really hard pusher like me, or even the entrepreneurs that maybe aren't as, as uh, success or money motivated, but they're like more maybe freedom oriented or maybe more time or, 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 uh, or family oriented. It, it has to be both. I can't just put a priority on my business or just put a priority on my family. They have the same, they had the, like, I have to put both of them in my calendar is what I'm trying to say to you. Of course. Right. Of course. And so many people think of, of the calendar as, well, it's just, you know, um, the things that I need to get done today. Well, guess what? The things I need to get done today include me reading. Mm. They include my Bible time and prayer time. They include me putting my girls down to bed tonight and, and, uh, and, and my son too, but that's pretty easy. And then and I hang out with my girls for a little while. Yeah. Right. So it's like all of that is important and I, everything can't have the same priority, I guess. But um, when we look at the daily activities, it's not this or that it's, you know, I'm, these are both important to me. And so I'm going to schedule them accordingly. Yes. So scheduling is the, is the, is the, is the word there, the keyword there. Like learn how to schedule your yes your activities and evolve everyone in, into your calendar and balance it up. Put it in the calendar. Yep, yep, exactly. <laughs> if if it's on the calendar, it'll get done. I promise yeah. you. Yes, but sometimes some people get to like oh um they, they believe you are too rigid when you have to work according to your calendar. They believe like oh why why must I book an appointment with you for example to get across to you? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I but, think I think that for that person specifically that that is asking that. Mm-hmm. They, they are pushing against being put into a box or put into a calendar. Mm-hmm. And that's a personality uh, trait, which is fine. The, the skill set that that person has is to be a free thinker, to be a more creative mind, maybe. And they don't want to be structured or put into a box. Mm-hmm. And a calendar is not a box. It's routine. It's discipline. And so that same person, if they were honest with themselves, probably struggle with discipline. They probably struggle with saying and doing the same thing. They say but maybe they don't do a whole lot, right? It's the implementation or the execution. It's the getting it done. And so, yeah, you don't want to be put into a box. You don't want to be told where to show up or when to show up, or you want to do your thing. Cool. But guess what? You're actually devaluing you. You're devaluing your time, your calendar, your process, your business, your family, because it's actually the reverse. It's not a matter of me scheduling time with you or you with me. It's no, no, no. I need to get these things done. And so then therefore the only times that are left to do a podcast yes. are these times. And here you can pick from one. Yes. It's yeah. me valuing me, mm. valuing my time. And so I, I get to prioritize me, me, my family, my time, the things that I feel like I are most important for my business. Mm-hmm. And, and then out of what's left over for that person who doesn't want to be put into a box, mm-hmm. it's, it's again, it's, it's perspective. It's, they're not putting you into a box. You're putting them into a box. Into a box. Yeah, you're right. So talking about you know um, booking appointments and calendars, apart from your website, or is your website the major way one could reach out to you or to your programs, or are there other means one could um, get across to you to get, uh, maybe get some information or advice or consultation? Yep, absolutely. Chazwolf.com. C H A Z W O L F E dot com, and on there in a couple different places you can book a call with either myself or someone from my team and. Mm-hmm. And uh, we can chat with you, whether you're an entrepreneur or a sales pro, 
you're wanting to level up. You're wanting to become bulletproof. And um, we can identify those areas of opportunity that, that, uh, that can help you get there for sure. Awesome. Thank you so much. I, I've learned so much from you today already. I don't know if there's anything else you want to like, have as a closing remark to the listener to myself. But I think I, I believe I've gotten in a lot of value from you um, today. Well, I'm, I'm happy to hear about the value. The, the closing remark would be that you can do it. Um, that there's literally nothing different on the other side of the screen here today that you're looking at mm-hmm. that isn't already inside of you. Um, and so you can't, or whether you're listening today, you can't hear me. First off, I'm not arrived. I'm not like at this, oh my gosh, pinnacle of success. But yeah, do, do I make good money? Yeah. Do I have some businesses? Yeah. Can I pretty much do what I want when I want? Yeah. But you have the same thing. There's nothing, whether it's your circumstances or whether it uh, be a struggle right now that you're into, you have the same capability. It's about making good decisions. It's about being disciplined. It's about determining what it is that you want and then go get it. Go get it. Yes, just do it. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Charles. I really appreciate this. Thank you. Absolutely. Yep. Thanks for having me. Wow. You made it to the very end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm grateful for your time, your love, and your contributions. Subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast. God bless you. Bye.